Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk. So tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Yeah. Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Show them how we do it. Yeah. How do we do it? We just do it like this. <laughs> Welcome to Real 45, episode 4 with Greg Hancock. I'm Stefan Yanel, and thanks for listening for, to this episode. And we are really pretty excited about this episode. Today is, we, have, we have a special guest today that we will talk about some more soon. Totally. Totally. Last episode we have really fun with this Scottish guy. <laughs> I just cut it away with it. I just get home, talk to my wife, and said, "Do you have a, one of those uh, kilts?" <laughs> so I bought him my daughter's one. <laughs> I, I saw the photo you sent me. So uh, the, the kilt is growing on you. I can huh? see. Yeah, under the yeah, it's growing. <laughs> <laughs> you you took this uh, hanging loose from the kilt thing to another level. So uh, anyway, what's Maybe we'll post a photo on the Instagram later. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. I think <laughs> Jerry and Gordon, Peter, they'd be pretty impressed if we do that. Or the whole of Glasgow Tiger. So uh, anyway, that was a great episode. Thanks again, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Today we are drinking some Scottish whiskey. Mm. Is that what that is? I thought it was water. Uh, no, it is. <laughs> All right. So that's what I thought you just needed to change the filter in your water system because it was a little yellow. Nah, just spice it a bit. <laughs> 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 They're really wearing off. They're really wearing off on us. So uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks again, Scotland. Thanks. We're from the Highlands. <laughs> this I, I would like to to get back a bit in this episode to to talk about what we talked about in the first episode. Mm. That we were starting about your career and when you grew up, and we started to talk about your mom and dad and California, basically. Yeah, exactly. That was. Yeah, for sure. That's kind of the, the idea at the beginning, how huh? we talked about the podcast and what we're going to do. And I needed somebody to help me to tell my story. And uh, so you're you're becoming kind of the uh, the author <laughs> as much as a, a, well, a little bit of everything. But uh, yeah, yeah, we wanted to tell the story. You asked, you were cool because you asked me too. Like, I want to hear it from, how did you get started, you know, when you were a kid? And, and uh, when you go from that level, I mean we should really go back to where it really started and and uh, let's talk to mom and dad and, and start from the beginning, you know. Yeah. Sadly, we can't go back to the grandparents at this stage, you know, but <laughs> anyway, we can get a lot of stories out of it. And No, but we, we could actually talk to your mom. We could. I think that she will be with us today. Mom? mom? Are you I'm with, with you. Hi, guys. Is mom in the house? Mom's in the house. Mom's in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throw, come on, mom. Throw a real 45. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Thanks. This is, we want to welcome my mom, Carol, to the Real 45 podcast. And uh, Real 45, as everybody knows, is kind of like a real movie reel. So we're rewinding the wheel. The reel. The reel. The wheel. See, I always go back to a wheel because it's racing and the wheel and... Oh, whatever. Wheels go round and round, right? Kind of like yeah. the wheels on the bus. <laughs> exactly. But uh, we're rewinding the reel, and we're going to tell the real story. So uh, we want to start with mom. I mean, yeah, and one of the cool things is when you 
when we started to do this and you started to talk about all the stories you have and taking everything from the beginning and, and just be that honest that you can be when you talk to me. Yeah. And when you when you explain for me about all the the friends or contacts you have and all these things, I'm just getting excited. I just wanted to do a lot of these episodes so you guys can hear it. Well, you know what, like that, it's I get pretty excited too. And the more I start to tell you the stories, the more stuff comes. And there, there might be a lot of people who don't give a darn to hear what I've got <laughs> to say, but there might be a few that are interested. And anyway, I, I still want to tell the story. I've never written a book and a lot of people wanted to write books. So I'm going to tell the story. And uh, if you want to listen, you can listen. If you don't, you don't have to, but you're going to get it from... You're going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. We're going to get, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, there might be a couple of shots taken throughout the process, too. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're going to get it from the horse's mouth, as we say in English. And uh, I have to say that as we say in English because I'm talking to a Swede. So yeah. I'm but talking. I heard that you can speak Swedish, too. Because you said ja, alles, ja, just ja, ja. before. Oh, ja, yeah. ja. Oh. You know, I'm going to stop for a second because, you know, Will Ferrell... <laughs> one of the funniest men alive has a Swedish wife, as many people know. Oh. And one of his skits that he talks about, I don't remember what show it was on a talk show, and they talked about this. And they said, Can you speak Swedish? And he said, Yeah, I can speak Swedish. Oh, when, what can you say? That's how we talk now. So, yeah, when I say it, I feel like, you know, I'm sweet. Oh, anyway, good. let's get back to let's get back to life. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, um, it got real. So, um, yeah, let's get going, Mom. How are you? You're in sunny California, and we're sitting here in cold Sweden. I am. I watched the weather in cold Sweden, and I'm happy to see the sun shining here. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool that we can we can do a broadcast like this with so many miles in between with water and and all sorts of stuff that you got to cross and here we are and and have such a clear channel and uh, the beauty of technology is awesome so uh costa mesa and and the norteria suite aren't really that far away no it isn't it's just um some hours away yeah it's just only hours it's not yeah. really far time is all the, everything we have <laughs> that's right yeah so thanks for spending the time with us mom we have we have lots to ask and uh, we want to hear it from you. We want to hear it. Nothing's rehearsed as we keep saying. And uh... I, I think that I wanted to hear about you first. Can we talk about you, mom? Carol, I, I say mom too. <laughs> For, should, should Stefan call you mom or should he call you Carol? A lot of people call Not me mom. Right? Are you a Nana or a grandma? Okay. I'm a Nana. Yeah. That's right. Best thing there is. Where were you born? And when are you born? Where was I born? I was born in Los Angeles, California. I'm a native Californian, the Queen of Angels Hospital. Wow. How about that? And now you're living in uh, in Costa Mesa. That's not that far away, is it? No. Maybe about 40 miles. miles. Yeah. yeah don't. Can you put that in kilometers? Yeah. Mom? He's not sure about miles. Is that like, like 40 feet? <laughs> no, I can't. It's more than 40 inches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, then I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. What have you done for a living? 
I have been in the automotive paint business since I was 19 years old. I started for uh, the manufacturer, um, BASF, and went into the paint stores and was managed paint stores for about 49 years. Are you, did you sell painting or yeah. did you paint cars or? No, we sold, we sold the paint, sold and delivered the paint to the body shops and the dealerships who painted the cars. We had she a, worked for some, she worked for some rad people. Yeah. Wow. It, it's nice just, just to be in the same industry all your life and you make so many friends along the way, you know, or if you change to another paint store, you've got more friends and more friends. It's, it's been a good road. But isn't that that kind of business a lot of men's in it? So you were kind of <laughs> lonely, lonely girl in that kind of business, or is there a lot of girls in it too? Um, inside the store, it was kind of balanced. There was girls and guys, but as far as the paint shops, I uh, know that was all guys. Here. Wow! Wow! Are those wind chimes? <laughs> it sounds like a like a spaceship. Sorry Do you about live that. In a spaceship. <laughs> Where do I put it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that was cool though, because then we got the wind chimes, so it must be breezy over in California. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing today? Today I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still working? No, I retired uh, two years ago. Wow. Big, big how adjustment. Does that, how does that feel? It feels great. Oh, but there's <laughs> times when I, I kind of miss all of it, the hustle and the bustle and being so busy. But I wouldn't go back now <laughs> for anything. She worked. I mean, she was devoted to her job. You know, from day one, she loved, I, I, I can speak for you, I think in that way, mom, you loved your job, right? You loved your work yeah. and the people and probably, you know, everybody has their hard times, but in general, most of the stores that I can speak, mm-hmm. all the employees, the owners and, or the auto, the auto, what do you call them? The body shop managers and the painters just loved my mom. They loved when she called because they could talk to her, you know, and they became friends and she was super well respected, but, um, she worked a lot of weekends whether she had to or she just wanted to, a bit of both. But um, yeah, she's, uh, you know, for her, to, when she retired two years ago, classic person that you go, this is going to be hard for her, <laughs> you know, because she, you know, she's so used to that hustle and bustle. She'd been doing that for so long. I was curious how it was going to work. So, but she's, she's come under a, a pretty good form of life now. And, she, you know, she gets up real early every morning and, and goes, you know, gets right out there and, or right out there in the kitchen for a cup of coffee (laughs) (laughs) check my mail (laughs) i heard from a lot of people that that retired that they haven't been so busy until they retired (laughs) i've heard that too and i i'm kind of lazy i i got used to for all my life i get up at 5 a.m in the morning you know and you're you're on the run till whenever you got home and now um, it's not five o'clock in the morning anymore. It's more like seven. <laughs> like, what am I going to do today? 
she's lying. I don't think she gets up at seven. Unless one of us sends her a text message. And she reads over here's her phone pling. <laughs> or maybe she does get up and she's, uh, but she doesn't get going. Yes. Yeah. Until 10. Or... <laughs> no, we just make jokes about it. She's up and at it, but uh, we, we give her a hard time because she, uh, she, she enjoys her days now, which is awesome. Oh. We're, we're not jealous too much. No. Yeah, it is. Not it's fun. <laughs> How how is it to to have your son and your your uh, grandkids so far away in the in the summer season? Um, you know, it's just something you we have to learn to live with. But the fact that knowing they're going to be home each year for you know a good four months is um, that's what keeps me going. Is you, you miss the little guys when they're gone? <laughs> I think back with mom and dad. Where are my little boys? <laughs> <laughs> but you get really really um what do you say um technical you have to use all of these skypes and computers and you have to call with facetime facetime and yeah. <laughs> all of these bus buzzwords yeah, we've we've really made her focus on her social media now too and you know she's got to be on twitter she's got to be on instagram she's, yeah. i don't know are you on snapchat no and i'm not on twitter either only instagram oh, yeah. oh. And Facebook. Oh, there's that somebody out there. Busy. There's Mom Hancock on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> there's a lot of Mom Hancocks. There's a lot of Mom Hancocks. <laughs> they're claiming they're you. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. If we if we were going to talk about Greg, how was he as a kid? He, honestly, he was an awesome kid. He he did. He. Are, are we honest be, now? Be, I'm being very honest. Um. Uh, always smiling. He always had the same attitude. Um, the funniest thing is this: he he moves in a slower pace. When the kids were getting ready for school in the morning, you'd always go, "Come on, Greg! Come on, Greg!" And I told people later on when he grew up, I said, "You know, he may be late." somewhere but boy he's never late to the airport and he's never late to the track and he goes fast (laughs) (laughs) i i am late to the airport but i'm right on time at the same time oh my gosh yeah (laughs) talking about fast i have a strange question for you (laughs) really Uh, he wants to be first and fast and a winner all the time so when uh, Greg was made, was it romantic or was it a quickie? <laughs> right. Do I dare say this? He, oh, yeah. he was I, the I, only I, planned I, child. Let me put it that way. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go, guys. Sorry. I love my brother. Yeah. My Sorry, Carrie and Denny, I love you. Pieces. <laughs> Oh, the truth just came out, people. <laughs> oh, no. Bam. That's the truth. Oh, so that's why you're winning all the time, because yeah. you're in plan right on time. You know what? I try to be very, very diplomatic in my answers and when I talk to people. And I just realized my mom is doing really good because I've heard her say the same thing about my brother and my sister. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so um, mom 
this has been cool because I, I've had a couple of conversations with, with both my brother Dave and my sister Carrie. My brother's older than me. My mom was, maybe I should let mom tell this story, but I have an older brother from, mom was married once before she met my dad. When when did you guys, you guys were, we were. high school sweethearts, mom? Yeah, and then um, we ended up getting married and I was still in high school. I was still in my senior year. And in that in that year, I... I graduated from high school, well, got, got married, and had a baby. And uh, So how old were you when, when you get to I was 17, just, just before I turned 18. Wow. But I loved every minute of it. I mean, I, I, I loved being a mom, even at that age. So... Did you have a lot of support from your mom and dad? Uh, my dad died when I was seven. But, and my mom, I mean, oh. she, um, when that all took place, I mean, she, <laughs> she says, well, if you're going to come here and live with the baby, I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, she, my mom was very supportive about the things that I did. And I went to her a lot for questions and you know, somebody to. Was did uh, did Grammy your mom? That's my Grammy. Huh. Was she married then, Mom, or was she with? No. Or together? No. She had married, um, remarried to a a guy that just was not was it, he was not a good man. So she, um, I mean, she dated a little bit, but for the most part, she stayed single and. That's, that's cool yeah she, you know what and think about the periods of life and stuff going through and what we live to today hey is that an airplane oh my gosh i should have muted it <laughs> no <laughs> this is cool no. i told stefan you lived in a pretty cool place oh yeah i heard about that right into the flight path <laughs> <laughs> You're living high up, don't you? Yeah. Is that like a treehouse or something? Yeah, my little treehouse. Love it. <laughs> Did you build it yourself? Pardon? Did you build it yourself? Uh, no. It was the, the people that lived she in it. She created it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No, so, yeah, so anyway, going back. So you were 17, <laughs> newly married, a baby. Were how was that? I mean, right out of high school. Yeah, and you know, we were young, Greg. I mean, obviously, super young, and uh, yeah, you know that Dave's dad was it just turned twenty one, and he wanted to play. All of a sudden, <laughs> you know, <laughs> out there in the world, and and I understood that it was a little rough for a while, but um, and we. I, we ended up getting a divorce, yeah, and, so, and I went to work from there on. And for how long were you married? Um, only for a couple of years. We had gone together in high school for about two or three years. Just, uh, I think the timing was not good for ages, an age, you know. Do you still have contact with him? Yes, we've we've always stayed friends. It's a, we have a great relationship, oh, cool. yeah, so that, that's good. 
He's in Chicago. He's been there for years. So. And he went there pretty much right around the time when you guys separated, um, right? Shortly after that, he went to Hawaii for a couple of years and then moved on to Chicago, back to where he, he was born in Chicago. So it was kind of, kind of like going back home for him, I guess. That's so bad. It feels like a lot of Californians too, where people either have to go to Hawaii and live for a short <laughs> period and do, and do something, right? It's like, it's like, well, you got to do it, you know, and then you get island fever or something and you got to leave because you're stuck out there in the middle of the My brother. The yeah. <laughs> did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Tom, yep. Uncle Tom too. <laughs> But there's some, I got so many friends too, and that have done it. And like Sean, he lived there for a while doing construction. And uh, yeah, it's just rad that people do it. And uh, yeah, I've been there, done that. <laughs> but, um, but did he, um, when Bill left, then he went there, and then you, you more or less went to work, right? Yeah, away. I did. This, this is kind of cool because I'm some of, this, some of these stories that mom's telling now. I mean, I know basics of it, but I'm getting a little bit more info that we sometimes we don't ever dig into it just because, but. Now we're now we're doing this. It's kind of fun. So, yeah, he, doesn't, uh, he doesn't talk about it in the living room. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. Yeah, so mom, tell me about that. I was seventeen, and <laughs> we'll take that one over a glass of wine, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I got. I just got lucky. I just knew but that. Okay, I need to do something because I don't want to live at home with mom and a baby. So I, I was lucky. I got a good job in the that industry, and uh, it stuck. And it, you know, it raised the Help me raise the kids and pay the rent and whatever else. It was all good. Where was that that you worked then? What, it was what called, was your first back then it's called RM, but it's years, many years ago, it was bought out by BASF. You have, have you heard of BASF, Greg? Yeah, yeah, I know that because dad worked yeah, there too. Yeah, he did. He worked for them. Yeah. For a while. It but was, was so it, they manufactured, man, they were the manufacturers in Anaheim on Lemon Street, and they actually manufactured mm-hmm. there. And I worked in, in the office and took orders from all the paint stores. All right, oh. so they sold direct during that period, so it wasn't right. running through other paint stores. Well, we direct, delivered right? to okay, the so this is kind of what cool. we did is the paint stores ordered paint from us because it's. And then we delivered the I paint to the, okay. to the paint stores, and therefore it went on to the body shops. Then <laughs> got it. Okay. And Greg's dad works in this worked in the same place. So, did you meet him uh, there? No, <laughs> we met. Where did you? Oh where my did gosh. your dad meet? <laughs> Before you <laughs> were born, obviously. <laughs> we just we were there was a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah, we all had a lot of a big group of friends, and and. Uh, your dad was always hilarious and funny and and uh we just and we used to go to the river a lot and and just have fun and it went from there got married and had two more sweet babies super cool so did you guys you guys met more or less being Mm -hmm. friends with other Mm -hmm. people through that way yeah we did i mean and we had a lot of we had a lot of friends big group of people that we hung out with and you know, we'd go to the river and yeah, you know, we just had fun and we all had a bunch of kids, you know, and we were young in our early twenties when gosh. I think I was how, for how long were you were you thinking? Uh, good question. Probably I'm trying to think when that was. Seventy. <laughs> I can't remember. 
How, how much older okay. is your brother? <laughs> yeah. He's five and a half years and old. So Dave was probably about four or five, somewhere around there when um, I married Bill Hancock. Yeah, I so married two bills. <laughs> so the story goes. We'll, we'll get we'll get to the bill to the bill yeah. the bill Wilbur thing later. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you so you met and then you you get married. We did. Pretty fast then. What? Hey? Did you get married? Quite quick after you met each other. Uh, you and Bill Hancock. Not too, well, not too far off. I mean, because we'd known each other for so long, and and we just end up. <laughs> we ended up one day just jumping in my Volkswagen, and we drove. <laughs> <laughs> we had friends at the river, so we. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> we went to. We drove to Vegas, changed our clothes. Went in and got married. Went back outside, changed their clothes, and went straight to the river and hung out with our friends. Isn't that oh. a movie? <laughs> oh. it was... Did Elvis marry you guys? <laughs> yeah, that's so. Yeah, cool. it was. And my mom was so angry with me. She goes, "I can't believe you did that. You didn't even tell me." <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't think anything of it. Just like, let's just go do this. <laughs> <That's so cool. laughs> wow i like how you just went in changed your clothes got married we came did. out changed your clothes and oh just went gosh, and partied <laughs> that wasn't the end of like 1969 or something was it that was mm, let's see it had to have been right around there because you were born in 70 in between it's some I'm not exactly sure. You see where we're going, uh -oh. with, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> Whatever you're going to say. <laughs> well, you know, you keep talking about the river and some of the people that listen to this. When we live, we come from Southern California and we weren't, we didn't live too far from the beach. At that stage, we probably lived like 30, 30 miles or something, 25 miles yeah, away from the beach. Like and, um, they're about so like 40 k's or whatever oh. it is 40 40 plus k's and uh we it was always quite common too to go out to the colorado river so it's how, how far of a drive was that mom four hours something um hours, maybe four the most i quite far away right uh, anyway it was, I mean, it was a big it was a big deal with all of us back then you know we, we were in our 20s really i mean you were Oh. Gosh, I was think I was twenty three when you were born, Greg. A lot what happened happened in those first few yeah. years. <laughs> but yeah, but it's cool. Like they'd go out to the river there, and it was always hot out there in the desert, where the Colorado River was. And it was it was it was a party zone. It was a lot of ski boats and yeah, good times, you know. And I was oh. I was only I mean later when I showed up, <laughs> it was a different <laughs> story. But. Um, people today they still go to the river you know it's like that that yeah. never goes away and it's still the thing to do and so when oh. it's it's fun to hear mom talk about going to the river you know going to the river many people don't know 
some will and some won't know where the river where's the river which river yeah. <laughs> and a lot was... of some of my friends still go jim and anita and susie and fred hunter susie smedley um they still go and and one of the old places foxy's where we all hung out is is still going it, it sits on a on the water kind of a floating bar <laughs> still there yeah it's still there and and it's still um Everyone's going gets overloaded with people. I've, I've heard recently that said, yeah, it still happens. It'll go it'll start going underwater. <laughs> it's just it's just a, a well-known name with the river. And they throw people off there to get it back floating again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, people, or people fall <laughs> off, maybe. <laughs> and your dad was, was an amazing water skier. Oh, really? Yes, he was awesome. I mean, it was fun to watch. Is that why you were turned on by him? Like, that was it, honey. Yeah, it was the water skiing. (laughs) (laughs) Was it the hairy legs? And he taught me to water ski. I don't. I think that frustrated him, but he did. That was sweet. So. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know how patient Dad is and how he was with us. So I can imagine that he was probably the same with you. (laughs) Oh, how rad though! Oh yeah. To go back to that, you know. So So cool. So going from from there, I mean, obviously that was uh, that's late '60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, people talk about the you know the summer '69, and you know that's always the yeah. common phrase. And then I was born in 70. summer of '70, so we were kind of curious what was going on in the end of the '69. There, <laughs> <laughs> you know, were, t- were TVs not invented yet? Oh. <laughs> No, anyway, no. That that was question. No. That was that was Stefan's question. I didn't do yeah, ask that. Yeah. No, no, no. no, for sure. I I can take it away now. <laughs> so, uh, and then Greg had to have a sister too. Mm-hmm. Quickly, shortly uh, after that. Oh, so how many years is it between them? Fifteen months. Yeah. Oh, so the summer of sixteen. <laughs> Summer '69, right? <laughs> summer '70, summer '70. Yeah, okay. Came and went, and then. Yeah. And she was and born then. in '71. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Get that dad just going. What? Kidding <laughs> 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 me? <laughs> yep. How did that happen? <laughs> but, and all the time, obviously, you were working too, and then. I mean, it's kind of cool to see how life has changed so much as what we live in today. But what was it? I mean, you were, I was born. How much time did you have off work? Well, it, I had to, when I was still working at BASF when I was pregnant with you, and they made you quit. You had to quit like about six or seven months. I, I would have gone all nine months, but they didn't let you back then. So I just started doing, I, I did work for Stan, Bet Speed and Color, Greg. By the way, uh-huh. he just he just passed away, standing at ninety something. But I would go I would go and get his paperwork, you know, do the billing and stuff. I might I'd bring it all home and do it in between. I mean, after a little while after you kids, both of you were able to a little bit older. I took a little bit of time off, but then uh, after Carrie was born, I just I started babysitting. For three more little kids, so I had 
I had like six munchkins, you know, for ex- just for extra money. Keep going and and. Uh, Whose kids were those? Or is there anybody I would? You, you wouldn't remember. I mean, you were. There was a little boy named little boy and named Craig and a little girl named Lisa. And I have some pictures somewhere that are really cute of all of you guys together. And I I think back on it now, wondering how did I ever do that? Dropping them off. Yeah, six. There was one, two, three. Yeah, there was six of you, little guys. Dang, yeah, and I think this is cool because my brother's, he's old enough that he can quite regular tell me stories about these periods. I don't, obviously, I don't remember a lot of it, but he'll elaborate on different houses that we lived in or something and, or schools or, or wherever we were and different people. So to hear this is kind of cool because, uh, and he, he's got a great memory. So he, he comes up with some crazy stories <laughs> once in a while and tells me, yeah, don't you remember that? And I'm like, no, dude, no, it's small. <laughs> but, um, but that, that's cool. I didn't even realize that. Wow. But did, did, uh, Dave live with you every week or was he, a, was he yeah. with his dad somewhere? His dad, um, when we split up, he took off. And that's when he went to Hawaii and he, it, um, in Chicago. And I was having, I, his parent, I was close to his parents and they were, wanted him to be more responsive to Dave. His dad made sure he was. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they would send some money. And they, they were in then California, they right? Him. They were until, let's see, until we spent lit up that's when he took off for Hawaii but um you know they ended up being close and and I let Dave's um grandparents take them to Chicago at one point it took me a long time to let that happen well he was like nine I think but um so I mean and he's always kept in touch and he's Dave you know Dave moved back there for 20 some years mm-hmm. wow. but uh the cold was killing him the <laughs> he'd had it <laughs> uh, yeah there's no there's nothing yeah nothing like coming back to california right <laughs> to thaw out yeah. or whatever you gotta do <laughs> <laughs> so they went obviously he dave's dad went to illinois to live and started his mm-hmm. business and did everything he did there so then uh, my dad more or less raised Dave from that point, yeah. you know. So it was very sweet of him to take him on. Yeah. So, so you you're raised together, all three of you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and then uh, so I have vague memories of a lot of this stuff, and every once in a while we talk about it. But you know, at that age, you know, when I remember trips to the river because my grandparents, my dad's mom and dad had had a was it a house or a trailer out there mom out at the at the river you know the river yeah um they had was it a trailer yeah from what i remember I have a few pictures of, of yeah, us can, out there I, I have vague memories of being out there with with the family and cousins and stuff you were little was, yeah for sure oh and my dad is the only boy of seven kids he had six sisters so um we have have, there's a lot of cousins and stuff obviously over the years too but and my mom has had one brother uncle tom 
So I, did Uncle Tom ever go with us out to the river too? No. Uncle Tom graduated from high school in 1969 down on Laguna Beach. In Laguna? Mm-hmm. Mom and Grammy oh, and uh, yeah. Uncle Tom moved to Laguna Beach when when Uncle Tom was like a freshman. Right. And he, he was younger than you, huh? Yeah, four and a half years. Four and a half years. Okay. Gotcha. So, I mean, what was Grammy? She waited. She was, you know, four and a half years in between. What the heck? <laughs> how how did he uh, I know when you got pregnant so young did he he was four and a half younger than you how was he when when yeah. when he came with a boy with a baby you were going to say barn boy boy oh, I baby gonna, boy I thought you were going to say the Swedish <laughs> barn <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, barn you're yeah. going to go for barn like a Swedish that's Swedish for kids yeah <laughs> Sorry, mom. So, anyway, I had, to, I had to get someone in there. We got some Swinglish going on. Yeah, here. the English born is pretty good. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, mom, tell us about having that first barn. How was it? So, Did you understand the question? <laughs> we weren't really animals. So, what was the question again? Yeah. Now, the Uncle Tom. Did he? Was he a part of the of Dave's? younger years when you were so young yeah very much so very much he was 13 when when dave was born and and uh dang they grew up together they they even ended up working together wow i even worked with him at one stage but we will leave that for later yeah yeah <laughs> okay it was great so he was pretty influential at that that time uh, mm -hmm. having him around there rat Cool. And when we lived at Martha Place, um, I mean, Uncle Tom was there a lot, and he he lived with us um, for a while when Dad and I split up. Oh, you probably man. don't remember that. I was pretty, how old was I when you guys split up? Uh, I always tell people I was like 17 and 20 and, and something. Like <laughs> Unfortunately, it was really young. Um yeah, I, was, I think I want to say three or four. three or four, yeah. somewhere around there. It was it was a rough, kind of a rough time, and, but yeah, somewhere around there, three or four. And you guys were little, and I had our we had a neighbor Lori that lived on that same street that used to babysit you all the oh, time. Yeah. yeah, and she um she was there to watch you guys when I went to work and stuff. Yeah, I remember. See, there's, there's. I do remember her, and I, yeah, I have vague memories of that stuff, you know. But that's the thing. Being that small, I don't have that many memories of mom and dad being together. No, exactly. In, in that sense, you know, I do remember the river trips. I do remember doing things together with Uncle Tom and things like that with you guys. I remember, you know, the odd get together or party or to, uh, Christmas at Grammy's house. You know, mm -hmm. small things like that. That, but they're so they're so vague. There's there's not a lot of detail to, sure. to a lot of this stuff. So, in one way, I think it's kind of it's cool because we, the way we've grown up, we've you know we've you grow up in a different society. But now I understand so much more. Obviously, having kids too, and <laughs> and thinking about mom, you guys aren't really getting the whole story of, of you know maybe more will come out now. But I mean, uh, to live as a single mom. 
at that stage and taking care of three kids and working and getting us to school and food and oh my goodness you know i look back on now i got how hard it is with with jenny and i as it is now and i can't say it's hard for me because i, I spend my life on the road you know and but um, well you know what honey i loved i loved being a mom i none of that ever bothered me going to work i mean it's just it's just what you do you know you've got to you've got to put food on the table and the roof over your head and, and I never gave it a thought of, of all that was it hard to to get daycares and stuff for for the kids they were about let's see in first grade second grade we well they did they did all go to um like a, a preschool and a nursery school and then when they were little I mean they were going off almost on their own for so to speak. I mean, we'd get them off to school and then they'd come home and uh, I just worked, gosh, maybe a mile down, maybe a mile down the road. (laughs) So I was always right close to them and they would come home after school and, and and snacks out for them. And as soon as I came, and Dave, of course, Dave was there too. He was, to kind of help watch yeah Yeah, that that bothered me a little bit i knew but i knew i could be home in five minutes and and they knew how to use the phone and i I think back on it now wondering wow how did how did today's society huh yeah oh my gosh it's just crazy (laughs) no mobile phones oh my gosh yeah there was no mobile phones and you know (laughs) it was the street lights yeah Yeah. (laughs) the street lights told us what time it was and when we needed to be home and when it was time for food and and, uh uh, it was kind of the oh time too (laughs) 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 yeah and the neighbors it's always neighbor kids but they're all the bikes out in front and and time that's the that's the difference there's the period that i remember so there was a lot of those early years that I don't remember much of of how we lived. I can remember small things. I've said to my mom too. I remember pulling my sister in a wagon, walking down towards the dairy. Oh my gosh, something. you remember that? It wasn't. Well, yeah, I think we had this conversation once a while yeah. back, and and uh, I can remember her, my sister, being super small, and pulling her in a wagon. There was a dairy just down the street yep. from us, right? And I can remember going there with a the wagon. Probably somebody was with us because I would have been yeah, really little. Yeah, no, but, you would. I have vague memories of walking down there and getting stuff and walking back, but I, you know, it's, I can't remember the street. My brother took me back down that street not long ago and showed me where it was. And I was like, wow, you know, to think back on that. And we would never do some of the stuff today in today's world. When I think back on it, like it was for us. Hey, is that an airplane? (laughs) Do you live in a tree house? (laughs) And we make jokes about it, but my mom lives in a really cool place, and it's it's in a it's in an apartment built over uh, some garages, and it's actually a property that's owned by a world famous speedway rider, Bobby Schwartz. Uh, we'll come, we'll tell lots of stories about Bobby, <laughs> and uh, in the future, and hopefully we'll get an interview with him at some yeah. point too. So it was uh, anyway. She's she lives in a really cool place, not far from Orange County Airport, and. Uh, if you want, I can give you her address and you guys can drop in and say hello. And she loves having guests all the time. 
<laughs> Making great coffee. Yeah, really good coffees, and um, she's super hospitable and just super welcoming. So uh, lots of excess rooms in there. And... Well, and Stephen, we had a lot of just... of different company come over in in years way in years past. Oh. you know, and it's they would stay at our house. They had like three and four bedrooms, wow. and we would make big beds on the floor. We call them land beds, and wherever. I mean, at one point we had. <laughs> Gosh, Eric and Hella and Andrea and Simon Cross and um, this is Eric Gunderson, yeah. Gunderson. Wow, you know people in the speedway world know these names, and we had all of them. This is after Eric's and accident and Simon and Andrea Cross and Darren Bukak. Wow, um, yeah, the Moran. I've got pictures of all those guys at the house and Kelly Moran, and you know there was it was a Bill it was a. Yeah, it was open house for yeah. everyone. Yeah, Phil Collins. Oh. <laughs> uh, Is that because of you, or did you have the connections before, and why did they? That pretty much comes later in the in the story here about me, my my uh, journey to Europe and racing with together with these guys, living with these guys, and uh, just Darren Bukok. Actually, we met before any of these guys. He used to come back and forth between. Uh, Australia and England because his parents immigrated to Australia. They're from England from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And Darren would travel as a kid. He was really young. And he ended up, in the beginning, back and forth with his parents. They'd stop in L.A. on their way to Australia quite often for a speedway event or just they made it a stop-off to visit friends, etc. But Darren never stopped that. When his parents stopped traveling, Darren would still go back and forth winters and summers and because he was racing a little bit himself. And um, so we knew him at a pretty young age with his big, thick Coke bottle glasses. And, <laughs> <laughs> and later in life, it became me going to Europe and then these guys meeting all these guys and they would come over. I, you know, I invited everybody over and without asking mom and dad, it was great. <laughs> I was still living at their I house. People and, would say, oh, my mom would love to have you. Yeah, my mom would love you guys. She's the best. <laughs> and I did. Lo I loved every minute of it. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll come to those stories. It was man, there there's a lot of stories and there's a lot of a lot of uh, history that's going to come out of this. It's going to be fun and meeting. Well, hopefully we're going to get a lot of these people to join us at some stage, and and uh, it's going to be unreal. Especially when I get to tell you stories about Lance King when I first went to Europe and and uh, and then living with the Gundersons and living with Simon and Andrea Cross, and then eventually standing on my own two feet and uh, moving on and then meeting so many great people along the way. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it's a long way to go. Let's go back to mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mom, so, do, do, you, do you remember when Greg first sat on a Speedway bike? Well, pretty much. I mean, I don't know if it was, wouldn't have been the first day he sat on that bike, but um, when he was little and when they had the junior races, too, it, I was there <laughs> always <laughs> at Costa Mesa to watch him race. It was it was just meant to be with him, you know, and, I, and with all my kids, people would say, I can't believe you let your boys, you know, r ride motorcycles. And I would say, why not? I mean, it's, they're not out doing drugs they're not out there they're busy working on their bikes and going to school and they they love it and i wouldn't take that away from them no matter what we so, didn't tell her everything no. <laughs> yeah thank god <laughs> <laughs> how, how 
how do you how did you introduce yourself to the speedway world for the first time do you remember when well, or, or, or mom i don't know or if you remember together i think if we back up mom right if when mom and dad split up mm-hmm. this is this is a key part to everything actually um when mom and dad separated dad ended up moving from where we lived in uh was that fullerton then or was that yeah we lived in fullerton california and dad moved down to balboa island in newport beach he lived somewhere else in between before he moved down there. Okay. It was a while. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know this. Okay. Oh. This is cool. I didn't even know this. If I did, I didn't listen, probably. <laughs> like normal. That's why I was so good in school. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why I'm a speedwriter today. Oh. <laughs> um, where where did he live then? You know, I, was, I can... Do you remember? It, I think it was in Fullerton also, maybe... And he lived in. He had an apartment that's upstairs, and I don't know. Carrie remembers. Oh, I do remember. Remember when he had the crutches? Yeah, yep, when he broke his hip or dislocated his hip or something. Wasn't I can't remember like what it was. I thought it was a, a foot or something, but I remember he crashed on a motorcycle, and I remember that's one thing I do remember. I remember him having to go to the hospital and someone having to pick us up, and we were out riding with friends or something. Is that right? Or Oh, that sounds right. Yes, yes. That's right. That was it. So I do remember that apartment that he was at. Now, did he have his own company then, or was he still working for somebody? Um, I don't know if he still had Hancock um, paint down in Fullerton there. I can't remember when that moved on, and he was just doing his own thing for a long time, you know, for... um, Oh, it's the boat place he used to do. He did a lot of work on the side. Well, then he and had like, I just can't remember. and paint, right? That was his. Mm-hmm. And that came, but that mm-hmm. was later, or was that when you guys were together too? That's when we were, we were together. And I would, I mean, I would take you kids down because he worked day and night constantly. I mean, it's just, he was always at his little shop. And so I'd put you and Carrie and Greg and the, or mm-hmm. Dave and, the car and we we would go down there probably every day and I thought it was you had to, <laughs> you could see your dad and hang out you know just you know you'd, and that was in Florida what we did hmm? I don't even remember oh. that because I remember when he went to the place in Placentia when he had the big shop yeah that, that was the had, other that was afterwards that was later gotcha okay mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. even know he had the the small shop I don't remember that wow that's going back this is cool so my dad is a his his trade or his business was automotive paint too. So uh, he was a painter, kind of an artist as well. So he, um, that it's funny how this all worked out. You know, mom was in the paint industry, he was in the paint industry, and uh, he he was he was quite quite the artist. He did a lot of cool mm-hmm. uh, custom paint jobs and wow. ended up doing work for four dealers and stuff doing you know. Uh, production vehicles where he was painting lots of cars and back then it wasn't like robots where they just every car is is basically a double he had to he had to duplicate every vehicle by hand wow. so he'd come up with a custom design for a run of cars for a company called roll along mm-hmm. yeah um, that's isn't that wasn't it fairway ford and roll along had some collaboration back then right yeah i believe they did Roll along he used to paint a lot of boats too in his little in his Hancock designs too. He used to 
Wow, so the special designs. Yeah, he was he was Total good place. at it. Great. Wow. Yeah, when I think back, I don't know. I don't. It'd be fun to talk to him and hear the whole stories, how many vehicles he painted. But I remember, you know, with the different people at his his shop, it was a lot bigger. The second shop that he was at, and then there was cars coming in quite regular, and they'd have to lay the paint jobs out, you know, on the side, and and he'd have to do one van and then he'd have to go to the next van and he'd go back to look at the first one how he did the design and then copy it and then the next man would come and you have to copy it again and then copy it again and, you know i mean wow that was that was your photocopy back then <laughs> and uh it was a lot of hours i mean mom obviously she knows she was <laughs> she sat through a lot of that stuff too but i've seen some of his custom work now even more i remember it uh, from his photo albums, from films to airplanes, even a lot of a lot of helmets mm -hmm. and, and things like that, which uh, is quite fun when we come up to present day and the connections with from Stan Betts, like you said, Mom, and then the connections with Troy Lee Designs this, these days, and oh, yeah. and where where that has uh, started and and grown. You know, um, our families have have met with a lot of cool people over the years with Troy and his family. Mm -hmm. and, it's a whole other story that we'll, we'll cross along the way. And my mom can probably tell endless stories about some of these people, you know? Wow. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I mean, going back to your question. Yeah. <laughs> dad and mom separated. And then when dad eventually moved to Balboa Island is when he rented an apartment there, which uh, at similar time, another friend of mine and former writer, Josh Larson, uh, his father was relatively newly separated from his wife. And he lived on the downstairs apartment from where my dad was on oh. the island. And uh, they got together and became buddies, of course. And then it became Friday nights out. Friday nights were pretty typical to go to Costa Mesa Speedway. That's where the Speedway was going on. And I think that's where dad got introduced to Speedway. Uh, if I know, got my story straight. But he'll tell, he'll confirm that later. So dad, that I remember, he would pick us up. We We ended up spending you know, like 80, 85% of our time living with mom. And then we would have every second weekend with dad. Oh. So he would pick us up after work, take us down to Balboa Island and we'd have dinner or something somewhere along the way, go to Speedway on Friday nights after dinner, watch the races. And then we had the weekend at his house at the beach and we had our groups of friends there and sun, surf and sand and all that good stuff and riding bicycles and, and, uh, that's kind of where the speedway world really took off, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, with dad taking you guys all the time, we had a lot of friends that were going to speedway. Um, too, when you were even before guy. Hmm? Oh, right on. See, it's cool. This is good. I'm getting just having in here. Yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, <laughs> there were speedway all the <laughs> Wow. And then you started to ride. You got your first bike or did you my brother started first oh. and my brother is like crazy talented dude he can do it feels like he's the kind of guy that it doesn't matter what you put in front of him he just picks it up and he's got it wow it, it's pretty cool he's 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 very coordinated um you know give him a baseball bat give him a soccer ball give him a or football, as you might say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, given a, a basketball, a American football, a tennis racket, a frisbee, he can do it. You give him a bicycle, you give him a, a one-wheeler. Am I wrong, Mom? He, he's just... 
No, you're right. And Uncle Tom was a lot that way oh. as well. I mean, anything you handed him, no matter what it was, or even a job. Wow. He, he could just do it. Yeah, Crazy. Dave had no fear. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the difference between Dave and I. <laughs> he, he was the kind of guy, guy Dave, you're doing it. I'll do it. And, he, and he'll still do it. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to try it like a hundred times and go, okay, maybe I can try it now. <laughs> Just see other people do it first. Yeah, can... we need to watch it. Watch everybody else crash and hurt themselves and go, why would I want to do that? <laughs> But, uh, oh, my God. And, and you were so cute on the track. I mean, you were always... Um, I used to say he rides with his head. I mean, he knows he knows where he wants to go. And he was just a little guy, and I'd hear somebody in the stands saying, "Well, come on, just get going." And I'd say, "Hey, you know what? He's on a cross, on he a knows cruise. what he's doing." <laughs> and you and I used to tell people, honest to God, Greg, when you were little, I would say, "You watch that little guy's going to go to the top." <laughs> you know, because he was back. He'd back off like he he wasn't aggressive, so to speak. He was in his in his way, but what you know. People would say, "Well, you need to go faster, and you need to do this," and and I just thought, "You just you just wait," <laughs> and, and it happened. <laughs> wow. Crazy, you no. Know. <laughs> yeah. But that was, you know, going that Dave started before I did, and um, that was probably the worst thing for me ever. As, as great as it was because I was just like I want to ride I want to ride but he was older so he could start riding earlier I was too young and too small for the bikes oh. I'm still pretty small but uh, <laughs> I've been small my whole life looking up to people spend my spend, <laughs> spend my life looking up to people still looking I'm up sorry to honey that's my fault <laughs> <laughs> thanks that's okay mom I'm not complaining <laughs> goals, you man. learn a lot looking up to people <laughs> <laughs> The hard part is I can't really look down on too many people. <laughs> Only my kids, and then they, they still they still move me around. <laughs> so, uh, no, but he started riding, and and it, this all I mean the story goes and goes. I mean the connection with my dad made in the speedway world with with Josh Larson's dad Charlie Tuna, who's a, an iconic name in American speedway, especially during that period. You know, they became quite uh, good buddies and met up with started hooking up with all the, the riders in the group and it was Bobby Schwartz and those times and it was even before that with with, um, with the Mike Bass and, and Alan Christians and Dub Farrells and Sonny Nutter and Danny Becker and I mean all these names that don't mean anything wow. to you but they're they're pretty iconic names in American Speedway and uh, but the connection with Bobby Schwartz became probably the biggest connection for me and my brother and he was a, a very influential because he was only 16 or 17 when my dad and charlie tuna the guy used to start uh, they started helping him and working with him and he was still young in the game and he was from la area but then was had a lot of time in uh, connection to santa barbara but my dad and, and charlie were helping him quite a bit um just on you know help just helping him through life he was young but uh he had he knew what he wanted and and uh He was going for it. My, my my dad and Charlie just tried to help him along the way, and they did the best they could in in many different cases. But Bobby was determined and and had a very successful career uh, in Speedway and and went pretty long as the early Americans that that got involved in the sport and spent a lot of years in England and um, and today he's he's still riding bikes. You know, he's oh. he's he's been he was like a big brother, an idol. 
um, many different things for us. So um, without him, I'm not sure how far we would have gone, but we learned a lot from him. He helped us a lot and was definitely very influential in our, in our career. So my brother got going. And then eventually when I was old enough, my dad was building me a bike, a, a half scale bike with a, a Triumph 200 Cub in it. And at that stage, it felt like forever that he was building this bike. And it probably wasn't that long, but when you're young and you just want to ride, it felt like 25 years, you know. But Dave was riding in Junior Speedway, and my dad started traveling quite a bit up to Northern California to take him to races and back down. And then eventually I started riding too in the Junior Speedway world, and my brother was up into the 500 classes in the amateur ranks. And... um for us it was that became a regular part of life right mom <laughs> you're right <laughs> so did you go to uh, to a lot of the practice and see him see them uh, see them right did i yes yes yeah i mean anytime he was riding and sometimes on the weekends his dad would take him out but i was always there for the races and Again, where we where mom lived in Fullerton, mm-hmm. we we ended up somehow all the friends that we had and school friends that we met there, we ended up getting a couple of them involved in Speedway because my brother was involved and this was the Corey family was the main ones, Ronnie, Scott Corey oh. are two that went and, and Ronnie Corey had a long successful career in, in England and uh, in Europe too through Sweden and Poland and world championships like I did too and um, and then had a, a nasty uh, injury where he broke his back and that, that slowed his career down quite a bit and pretty much um, I didn't finish him he came back and raced again for a while and was still good but I think that injury was, was pretty tough and hard to, to come back from at the same level but anyway we had motorcycles and speedway in our area so whatever we did wherever we went if we were at school before or after school we were racing around and on the school playgrounds and in the school hallways and sliding around the parks everything was turning left and sliding the bike and riding wheelies and motorcycles were were definitely a daily part of our lives <laughs> oh that's cool i can see that the your kids are doing the same more or less huh? <laughs> uh you mean turning left Turning left, yeah, or <laughs> riding on everything. <laughs> and yeah, it doesn't matter. That it feels like whatever we do in life, and even with our kids today, <laughs> there's always something. It has to be a race, and it tends to be four laps going around in ovals. <laughs> so I don't know what the heck happened, but you know, we always we always finish where we started. <laughs> yeah, or if something is fun, I mean, why stop? Without a doubt. So there were there was a lot of good times, huh, Mom? <laughs> oh, I'll say. A lot. It's so, been a, it's been a good life of uh, bikes. So, <laughs> so all the time we were going to the speedways on the Friday nights when we took off with Dad. What were you doing? It's funny. I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. Um, <laughs> when when Friday nights came and when Dad picks you up, you think, "Oh, it's my free weekend." Yeah, but as soon as you guys would leave, I would feel. It's crazy as it sounds, I'd feel sad. And I would walk down and I'd see your rooms are not, you guys aren't sleeping in your rooms. And I always felt kind of yucky. And then Saturday morning hit and I go, okay, okay. I couldn't even go out on Friday night and party. 
I am very serious. And I mean, sometimes people come over something, but for the most part, you know, it was Saturday, Saturday and Saturday night. And then you guys would be back in the afternoon, usually on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I'd make the most of it on, or sometimes I would just work since you guys were, were with dad and then have to, have to leave you. There but, was no babysitters or nothing. You, were, <laughs> you just, you yeah, I think I have. All, I have this time on my hands. So why aren't I? What did you want to do? Work. Hard <laughs> <laughs> worker. Money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's. Yeah. It's all good. All good. Nothing to complain about. Well, we talked about me and Dave racing, and then you have my little sister. Oh yeah. Who was his classic right how many times have we mentioned her name and all this growing up oh god love her with yeah absolutely <laughs> i mean it, it almost sometimes it feels like she's the forgotten one oh. because everything was around the speedway but she was there every minute every second of the day mm-hmm. with us right behind us wow. supporting us pushing us no matter how much crap we gave her she was right there and she stuck you know still to the day like our biggest fans no matter what we do She's the one I always call for, <laughs> for like, who was that again? I can't remember this specific part of our life and our, or our family member, like that distant cousin or whatever. She can like rattle off everything. She's got the memory that's unreal. and um, So we've got to speak to her someday, huh? Yeah, we will speak to her. We have to. Uh, the question is, will she speak to us? So we don't know about that. She's you know, and maybe we maybe we don't want to hear some of the stuff. She might tell the truth. And then, exactly. then we're really in trouble, but with that memory, yeah. So she's the youngest in the family. But she was the first one to have kids mm-hmm. and showed me and my brother, you know, how to raise kids. <laughs> so uh but anyway, she was right there all the way, you know, and you know, we always no matter what, you feel bad. I remember my dad always too trying to what can I do to to make her happy and, and get her a motorcycle or she had a three wheeler that she would ride around on. But she was just happy hanging with us. It seemed like you know, or at least she she played it off well. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that too. I mean, that little girl could I'm sure had taken a speedway bike apart and put it back together again on her own. Wow, <laughs> did she ever try? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the boys would let her. <laughs> we, have, we mentioned this before. I don't know if she actually ever did ride a, a speedway bike. She's ridden motorcycles, but she rode her three-wheeler. She was comfortable on a three-wheeler. Those were yeah. were popular back in the day, but oh. today it's four-wheelers, you know, because the three-wheelers would tip over pretty easy mm-hmm. and, and uh, as much fun as they were. They were they were dangerous, <laughs> run over your own feet and stuff like that. It wasn't, wasn't, wasn't pretty. <laughs> but she, I don't know how much she rode like like i said she was just happy to to be a part of it and be a part of the show and right there to help out and i don't know that she was ever an issue at all it was probably more just brother sisterly you know love and quarrels and things like that but you know i I remember my dad feeling super guilty because everything was about me and my brother and racing motorcycles and everything about the bikes and whatever but she was just as dirty as we were at the end of the weekend you know covered (laughs) and um but yeah, you know, still the like you said, and she's now she's in working in the motorcycle industry and and um, you know, takes care of a company, Baja Tours, which is a guy by the name of Chris Haynes, who 
uh, comes from the Honda world. Honda, mm -hmm. worked for Honda Racing Corporation, and and I'll let, again, we'll let her tell that story someday. But she's putting, she's running a, a part of the company there that they they organize trips to from California down to Mexico and do Baja tours on motorcycles. And you can, it's like exclusive stuff for people that want to rent and do a tour of Baja on a bike or do the, like they do, they have the Baja 500, the Baja 1000, these big races every year. And uh, these guys offer a full service of motorcycles with support from, from the factories. And they can, you can have helicopters that follow you during the races and things like that. It's kind of an exclusive deal, but anybody that's ever thought about it, it has a company that wants to do a, a corporate tour, ugh, you know, I can highly recommend it. This sounds like a plug for the company, but it is. It's it's unreal what those what those guys do. So uh, yeah, you can look it up, Baja Tours. Wow, I should do that. Yeah, for sure. That, this is not a sponsored episode. <laughs> no. I was just saying that because I think it's rad, and my sister works there. But uh, anyway, this this is all about mom. No. I'm yeah. loving listening. <laughs> so, mom. Um, we've talked about our racing, we've talked about life and we've, you know, these can get, this can get really in depth, a lot of this, but you are also a breast cancer survivor. Mm -hmm. This is something that's big for everybody, no matter what part of life or what time of the life uh, we go through. I mean, you went through this and what year was that? Uh, 1985. I think I was 38 so, or somewhere around there. So you can go back and you can think about technology then to what we have today. But um, thankfully, mom is a survivor and still in remission. And um, it's pretty rad because we were, we were so 85, so I was like 15. But I didn't, during that period, I didn't understand or realize how serious it was. And mom was pretty good not to play, to play it off like it for us at that period or we just didn't know we didn't get it but today to understand what she went through we have mom is on a huge pedestal and uh yeah you can speak pretty highly of it right oh thank you yeah it was you just do what you've got to do i remember i didn't want you kids to know but i figured i didn't want you to hear it from anybody so i remember telling you in a way that look i have this but it's no worries. I already talked to the doctor. He's going to fix it. I have to surgery and everything's fine. So just don't, I don't want you to worry. Didn't want you to worry. Now you just go on. And I went back to work really quick after that. I mean, I, I didn't want to sit around and, and, and think about it. You know, I'd go to radiation every day at St. Jude for two months. And then I would go to work. And I had an awesome boss who, who, only would pay me for the whole day every day instead of half day you know for the radiation wow. yeah it was they were wonderful and it was good i mean i you get back to work and you're you're not i don't want to sit around and think about it i could have taken up a lot of time but you know you're better off just keep moving so it was all good i'm i'm blessed or super <laughs> Thanks. To back up to that time period and, you know, the way we all live life, we all, you know, that's the life we choose. But, you know, and especially today, I really look back on it. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I have to call mom when I see the kids have got stuff all over the floor and stuff. And I just want to call and go, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you did this by yourself a lot of the times. So of course, you have people around, you know, or maybe there was somebody else living with us. But um, I, uh, I have so much respect Thank for mom. You. 
everybody has respect for their for their for their families, their moms and their dads. But, uh, this is really cool, and of course, my my even my brother's wife has been through this breast cancer thing. So there's a lot of uh, you know I'm sure they've shared a lot of things, and it's it's one of those things that you're just you're just pleased that they're they've made it through, and every day is a new day, and. Uh, you know, no matter if it gets talked about or doesn't get talked about, it's, um, you know, we put them on a pedestal because they're special people and we always respect the breast cancer research oh, yeah. and things like that. So it's, uh, my mom did it too. Really? So, huh. But it's hard to, yeah, I, I think it's hard to, it was quite recently, two, three years ago. And I think it's hard to see from behind how hard it is. Or my mom is also really good to, hide it I think uh, but I mean I I can see it from a from an adult years or age uh, when she she had to go a lot of um, what do you say treatment treatments or... yeah and they had this uh, radiation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think back in the 80s I mean it has to be a lot of worse then I mean, with the technology and the surgeries. And... Yeah. So I had a wonderful doctor too, which I think that helps going through that. If you've got a doctor that you absolutely love and trust and keeps you where you need to be. I think you women are great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I couldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? Yeah, my shoulder really hurts. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Oh, you know, no, what was no, funny, speaking of that, yeah, what oh, was sorry. funny is after the surgery, my, my left arm would not work. I mean, it's just like it just hung there, and I'm like, what am I going to do? And I would you know, try to do exercises, but I had, I was driving a little five speed Toyota, and this was up in Fullerton, oh. Greg, and then I had to drive down to Costa Mesa, you know, to Senec. And so I was literally, uh, it was my right arm, I was. It was my right arm. So my left arm, I was reaching over and I was going down the freeway and I used it to shift, not because my right arm was the one that wouldn't work. <laughs> and people would never believe that. And I'm going, I'm serious. I did it. <laughs> I did it. for. And then I would go to work and I would take a, a, like a yardstick and I would put it, hold it with my hand up under my arm and I would, like, I would call it walk the wall. You know, while I was at work, I could worry i can make it work <laughs> so any things you can do when you're young and oh absolutely oh my yeah. gosh yeah i mean again these these things can get so deep there's so many <laughs> and when you mentioned your car like your pinto and some of the cars that you talked about i mean we have to talk more about this about uh, we we're going to have to dig deep at a later stage moment, people need to hear the stories of the of the '60s and the '70s and the cars you guys drove and the nomads that Dad had and and uh, you know I mean were you really a hippie? Oh, there's another story with a nomad. <laughs> I, I have two questions for you about Gray, uh, and is what good sides of you does Greg have? Oh, boy. Um, Smiling? 
I I don't know how to put that. I think Greg and I, for years, have been on the same boat on, on a situation with getting to know people and not judging them right off the bat. Where you sometimes you think, oh, I don't like you. And we both agreed. Well, if I don't like something about this person, I'm going to give it another shot because, you know, I don't want to make a fast decision on a, on, on people in general because we love people. It, wow. I was just going to say the same thing. If you didn't say that, well, I was going to say, you know what? I think we have this, this uh, crazy notion to not see yes. the bad in people much of the time. We look for the good all the time, and that's probably why we always mm-hmm. give them the second chance. So... Sometimes the first impression is can be wrong, but I think I don't. There's got to be something good there. So I always look for the good, and many times, many times you end up <laughs> kicking yourself in the teeth. But you go, oh well, you know, I still I tried. I had to say I had to give him a second chance to make that first impression. <laughs> of course. So I think that's what I think I get from all weather. We're on the same. Sometimes page I mean, you you like them. Um, you go okay. This came. Okay, we may not don't quite like what you do, but. I love the other part of you. And so I choose for you to be my, my good buddy too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. And if, if you turn around on the question or how do you, how oh, you here, we, here we go. <laughs> if you don't understand what, what bad size does Greg have from you? Oh, no. Mom doesn't have any we bad don't. size. <laughs> Come on. I'm just kidding. Oh gosh. Don't I don't know. Mom? The right side. <laughs> the right side, not the left side. It's the right side, but I always stay away from the right. Well, does does Greg have any bad sides? No. Oh, she's got to be honest. She's got to be honest now. Yeah, this is she. You know, this is serious. This is the best because I mean, no matter who it is—a friend, a colleague, my wife, anybody that wants to to put any sort of trash on me—you don't take that with mom. No. No, I'm a saint. Yeah, he he um he used to have a little reputation for being late. <laughs> but Did I get that he was you? never no. That's never mind. No, okay. <laughs> but you always that made was it. Hard. That was hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You can. That's, that's a tough one. Yeah. We should we should ask my brother and sister this oh, question. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. So that's scary. Do, what do Pat's like? <laughs> do you think you got from your mom? <laughs> oh, there, there we go. It's all. too late yeah. now. <laughs> the truth just came out, and this is gonna be good. It's a good thing we don't have them sitting around here too, because I'd probably get beat up. Me right too. <laughs> Do you have a go? Lillian? Yeah, you would too, for sure. Yeah, we're in this together, I, Mom. I still see the good in them, though. I don't even know what they would say. Oh my, my mom's my mom's classic thing that she'll say about people, whether she likes them or she doesn't, even if she doesn't like them, they mean yep. well. Oh. They mean well. They mean well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Should we uh, go on for the 45 seconds? I think we should. You know what? We've we've taken up a lot of mom's day. And I mean, the sun is probably going to get really hot there. It's actually cloudy now. 
Oh, it is. Oh, oh did we? It's rolling in. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We, we should get back to your mom later. Yeah. Can we, can we always do that, Mom? Can we come back to you at a later period and, and uh, dig deeper? Oh, it would be my pleasure. Thank wow. you. That's very and kind. Now can, and now you have time to think about my bad side. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're a, get, you're a good question. boy. <laughs> Oh, tell me more. He is. <laughs> Here are all those people, all those haters out there in the Speedway world. Did you hear what my mom just said? He's, he's awesome. And he, he's an awesome son. Yes. I've been blessed with him. That's why I got such a big helmet. Three awesome kids. Big helmet. <laughs> yeah, the head just grew. <laughs> what were you thinking, Stefan? Where are you going with this? <laughs> It's my mom. On where you put your my mom. <laughs> I say it because it's true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay, mom, we're coming to this this part of the segment. We kind of explained it to you earlier, but uh, when we have guests on the show, we don't want to call you a guest. We want to call it your mom. So anyway, we family. still have to do it. Your family. And uh, we have this thing, 45 seconds. Stefan has the timer, and we time for 45 seconds. We rapid fire questions at you and we want you to answer them bang as the first thing that comes to your mind it's no stress it's and don't think about it just the first thing that comes to your mind if we don't if it feels like it takes too long we'll 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 pass and go to the next one but uh this is just to let people to kind of get to know you a little bit better so uh when you're ready stefan will go and we'll we'll take questions Uh, he'll take the first one i'll take the second one and the third one until it hits forty-five seconds, and then Bing, we'll stop. So, uh, you think you think you can do this? I can try. As a lady she says. <laughs> I have. Oh, before we go there, there is one more thing. My mom does have a bad side. Oh. She used to get. She got in trouble at school once. 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 Can you tell us about it? What did you get in trouble for school at school for, mom? Oh, here, here comes your bad side. For laughing. <laughs> many times honey there's a lot of those stories you got she told me as she told us earlier that yeah. she got in trouble the one time she got in trouble at school was for laughing was it in a choir we were doing like a christmas choir for the, all the parents and i since i was short man i was in the front and i so was my friend and i know how we got we started oh. laughing and it we ruined it <laughs> We couldn't stop even when they told us to. You're not allowed to have fun. Did you live like in some weird part of the world? I had one teacher that was, he was probably six foot tall and, and he caught me laughing in the back of the class and he goes, Carol, is, uh, we entertaining you again? You want to, and he saw, I had a piece of paper in my hand. He goes, you want to come up to my, bring that up to my desk? Well, I'm still laughing. I can't stop. And I, I walked up, and this, he's starting to grin as I'm walking up with this. And I had to show him this paper that I was laughing about. And it was a teacher, and he was standing in front of the blackboard. And somebody threw a knife into the blackboard. And it said, a knife? This is not a, a snap course or something like that. And he had a Mickey Mouse hat on. And this, this teacher started laughing. Which was really funny. He had a Mickey Mouse hat on, yeah, and it, that's what it was. So, 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, there, that's the Mickey Mouse hat. That's where it went. Yeah. <laughs> that was... yeah, the Mickey Mouse hat. I think there was two different ones. Or, and this is not a snap course because somebody had put, thrown a knife or something into the blackboard. I thought, oh, my gosh, he's going to be mad and I can't stop laughing. What am I going to do? <laughs> Are you really mad at me? That's true. <laughs> Oh God! Oh. All right, cool. At least we know we, where your bad side is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got that from it. Maybe we get back to that green thing <laughs> later. We will definitely come back to the green. Okay, forty-five seconds, Mom. Put your game face on. You okay. ready? You can't laugh now. This is okay. serious. All right. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Three, two. Wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> Here, we'll try that again. Yeah. <laughs> Ready? <Cut down. laughs> three, two, one. Do you live in a tree house? Yes. Cats or dogs? Both. Cats or dogs? Dogs, I guess. <laughs> Orange juice or mimosa? Mimosa. Left or right? Right. Dream car? What? Dream car. Your dream car. A 62 Bentley. Wow. 60s, 70s, or 80s? 60s. Favorite music artist? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, sorry. That's it. That's, that's it. so many. <laughs> Did one come yes. to mind? Like, oh, it's not an artist. That's a group. Yes. <laughs> Yes, meaning the group, or yes, Sorry. meaning yes, yes, meaning some, the group. Was that the group? The group, yes. Oh, yeah. I had one more that we just had to to ask you: paint or thinners? Paint or what? Thinners. thinners. Paint. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> 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 Uh, there was always that that luscious smell of paint or thinners in the paint shop. So I was going to ask her, like, paint or thinners? Like, can you imagine how many thinners she smelt over the years sitting in that paint store? Oh. It must have fried. You gotta fry People would there. come into us. <laughs> That's why I always love. People would come into us and say, "Oh my gosh, how can you stand the smell in here?" And we never, we didn't smell it anymore. You know, it's just what. I think it just. Kind of sucks oh, into your brain. <laughs> and if you've ever been into an automotive paint store, maybe today it's not quite as bad because of the air, the right. air quality control stuff. Anyway, to walk into a body shop or that, you <laughs> you you know it for sure. But hey, anyway, mom, thank you so very much for giving us all this time. And it definitely it went longer than we uh, anticipated. However, we know that it can it can go a, a real long time and. Uh, we're going to dig into this more. So we thank you. We love you. I love you more than Stefan, I hope. But I think you <laughs> I don't know. Too. I'm really, really glad to talk to you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And I love you too, Greg. And, and uh, thank you for having me. No problem. We'll see you again soon. Hey, everybody. We thank you again for listening. You guys, be sure to follow us. Go on to our uh, pod being real 45 uh, podcast rate us give us your feedback reviews or you can follow us on instagram or twitter too at at real 45 podcast and um 
hey, I keep saying it and I'll continue to say it. You know, have a great day. Keep it sideways and as always, grin to win. So, Stefan, what do you say? Oh, I'm I'm just so stoked to talk to your mom. She's so nice. <laughs> I love her. Oh, it's bless hard. you. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to learn. grow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. we got more guests on the way, and uh, stay tuned. Please keep an eye out on our social media channels there, and uh, watch for the next guest. So, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out.